1: we're on a movie (laughs) comedy podcast and we're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie spoilers (laughs) and
0: all and i ketrin porter i'm going to tell the tale this week
1: and i'm kim burns and i'm gonna try and stay alive with my trash headphones. You're tra- I just nice. pulled these headphones out of the trash can. Kim's wearing <laughs> trash on
0: her head.
1: Because I bought some new ones and they fucked me and weren't working. And I was like, well, I guess I technically still have the <laughs> others in my trash can. It was recycling, so like less gross. Sure. But, but still. You're still wearing trash. Trash on my head.
0: <laughs> it was still so like funny. in there still, like yeah had yeah. to dig i love that we're like coming off the high of releasing our 200 episode <laughs> and the 201st episode kim's wearing trash on
1: her head <laughs> we're moving on up <laughs> mm-hmm. we went from devin sama and kyle gallner to trash headphones to
0: trash headphones yeah story you know of what? my life I wouldn't have it any other way honestly
1: (laughs) thank you everyone for listening we're recording on the day it came out so we've had so much so much so much so much amazing feedback and love and we just like appreciate y'all so much so so much i love your congratulations and things it was so sweet we appreciate it
0: you're all the best um the best i got a new phone today for which kim was a bitch about
1: Ketrin's, Ketrin updated her phone to whatever the current phone is from an iPhone that still used a button. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, that's
1: how old her iPhone was. I don't know what yeah. number that is, but it's back there. Yeah. Like, it's like half-life of current <laughs> yeah and so then she starts doing all this shit to our group text not understanding that it affects the entire group text not just right. like her view
2: right and she's like
1: oh i just wanted to like change the little things and that and i was yeah. like yeah no it does yeah. it for all of us we we've all seen oh, those we've, for years all, were all white. yeah we've all exactly. been using these for years <laughs> i did have to change the kk sam one because i was like you've changed it to like green and i like couldn't handle what? it
0: That I didn't do on purpose.
1: I I I had to change it back to like a red color because I was like literally sent one thing to you and I was like, it like fucked with my head.
0: Oh, no. Well, did you see what I made you? What do you mean it made you? It's my
1: face. No,
0: No? I made you a little shamrock.
1: What am I? Oh, a shamrock. I did see that.
0: You're a little shammy. Shamwow. A little little (laughs) shamwow. Um... What else? Yeah, so I did that. But you used to
1: have a cute picture of me, and now I'm a shamrock. I feel like that's a downgrade. I feel like I went from Devin Sawa, Kyle Gallner, and a cute picture of me in a penguin onesie to trash headphones and an, an emoji because <laughs> <if> we're strangers.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, I see how that could be interpreted that way uh you know i'll think about it i'll think about changing it back it was a really cute picture it was a picture of kim taking a little a little sip out of a out of a cup at ad- dressed as a penguin and it was really cute the cutest picture it back. ever yeah maybe maybe i'm over what i was the aesthetic i was going for i get it it was exciting yeah
1: it was just new and exciting new. yeah uh, i mean it was like three years ago for the rest of us but like right, right. new to you
0: right i, I also it. feel like allison's not going to be happy about her emoji because i didn't really like the one that i picked i made her a teddy bear because like childhood and stuff yeah but i'm not like feeling good about it
1: i wouldn't either if i were you
0: yeah i think you know Would what she used to be Well, this picture that she's mad at. She's probably happy about it. Because (laughs) she feels
1: upgraded. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Because the picture is from mm, over 13 years ago. Because I wasn't even with Eric yet. And we're at the compound house. And this was when, like, they were sort of, like, pretending to be in a band. And so, like, we went to a party. And they were like, our band's going to play. But it was just, like, in the living room. And it was really loud and, like, not... Great. (laughs) Yeah. And and, I mean, you know, and so it's a picture of Cousin, like, giving, like, the rock hand. But, like, if you guys knew Cousin, like, she's the last person that would ever. Not her personality. Yeah. But then she also had noise-canceling headphones on because it was so loud. And she's just, like, making, like, <laughs> like a really nerdy More face. her personality. Yeah. And she's, like, she, like, saw it on my phone. And she was, like, I just don't even look like this anymore. Like, this is a- <laughs> uh, So, you know, it was fun for the few hours that I had uh, made this choice. But I think I'll just go back to
1: what I had before. Like, all of my group texts contain Ketrin. <laughs> So, like, all of a sudden, I go to my phone, like, my text, and, like, all of the emojis are different. Like, all of the little covers of the groups are completely different. And I was like, and then I go in, and it says, Ketrin, changed the group photo. Ketrin, changed the group photo. And I was like, what you doing, girl? Because <laughs> she thought it was only on her phone.
0: Yeah, I did. Oh, that was a fun time. Well, uh, so, that's our phone for... talk.
1: F- yeah. Phone corner. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll uh, we'll...
0: out. For Spin the off. not for the for the four hundred four hundredth episode, Sammys, where we give an award for worst tangent,
1: <laughs> worst idea for a spinoff podcast. Yeah,
0: yep, that's talking
1: about our phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got
0: it. It's um, it's good. Today was uh, fine. I I'm glad I had. It was a little stressful. I had the 200th episode to like keep bo- buoy my my feelings, but uh-huh. if I'm being honest, I had to go pay my taxes and then Oof. like deal with the AT and T store, sure. you know. So like, mm-hmm. that's not. Neither of those things are really like my high vibes. You <laughs> sure,
2: know? sure, sure, sure. So
0: I was about to be like, I was about to be like, oh my god, today was great. The 200th," and then I was like, it wasn't that great. It was, you know, the two hundredth episode was was a was a was a star in a cloudy sky. Let's say.
1: So, so you didn't listen to Kyle's advice of taking this day of gratitude and recognition. I didn't. I'll call him <laughs> and tell him.
0: <laughs> no, I did actually because I was other like, Kyle, oh.
1: not Kyle like, Garner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I thought i was uh, <laughs> no i did actually because like otherwise i would have been like today was the worst day i had to do
1: things i don't like to do oh uh, <laughs> well, good there we go That's yeah great. and
0: instead i was like you know it was fine
1: great um good job gina holes out tits up tits up i already drank like half my drinks and mm. my headphone struggle <laughs> what i've got left is this water bottle
0: your trash head struggle
1: my <laughs> trashed cash phone struggle.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What's going on with you?
1: I had a great weekend. I'm going out of town for a pretty long time. So I was um, very (laughs) conscious (laughs) and aware that I was like, oh, I want to like see people before I go. Yeah. And so I had a great weekend.
0: Why are you why are you saying the phrase really long time? How It's a pretty long time. How how long? Like
1: a week and a half.
0: It's really long.
1: (laughs) It depends on how you see time, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) How you see time? (laughs) I mean,
0: Kim, a week and a half
1: could (laughs) be long to some people, or it could be short to others. I don't know
0: looks like Kim's trash headphones have provided some really interesting enlightenment. She's ascended beyond us all.
1: Ooh, this stickiness that dripped inside my brain.
0: uh... It's like your goddess crown, but it's a pair of trash headphones.
1: (laughs) That's what I've been seeking for so fucking long. Yeah. And I found it. That's Um, great. Yeah, I go for like a week to a retreat in new york for work so i go for work uh, for a week and then i go straight from there to mexico for um one of my b- best friend from growing up wedding dana I've probably talked to her Steph yep. dawson will be there yes, the whole fucking will. crew
0: the whole philly crew you guys
1: Fucking, I should have brought my short shorts I'm gotten some white Reeboks so we could just yes. walk the neighborhood together. Yes.
0: Well, no, you need to have those. This is actually true. You need to have those for our sync trip to Philly so that we can get <laughs> a picture of you in that outfit on the tracks. <laughs> I want to go to these train tracks so uh, bad, you guys. So bad.
1: multiple tracks areas. I'll take you to both. And the wreck, right. all uh. of it. I can't wait. The hospital where we would, like, hang out. I'm going to insert um, myself into your memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a good weekend. I went to lunch at a new place with my friend Erica and then hung out with Kyle, not Garner, um <laughs> <laughs> and his puppy, the most adorable little puppy, Betty. And then I... Me. Oh. Me. But something else with you.
0: Oh, what else was with me? No, with Cousin and me.
1: But then didn't we do something else? Did we? Oh, we went to the pool. I went to the pool. That's what it was. Yeah. And we had Patreon stuff. We got to hang out with the patrons. Mm -hmm. And then we went to a pool for a minute with Ketrin and our Mm -hmm. friend Ulyssa from Dread. And then me, Ketrin, and Cousin went to a rooftop dinner. It was was so posh. Um, It was. It was such a good... um, intentional weekend. A
0: thousand percent. I mean, that dinner was also uh, the pinnacle of my gas pain problems. So
1: <laughs>
0: it, uh, it really came to a head at that dinner. But in general, the company was, was lovely.
1: The views were great.
0: The views were great. My abdomen could have floated us all away. <laughs> like a hot air balloon over the city. Mm. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I just feel like it's getting worse. Like my body is like, bitch, can you deal with this? Your digestion, please. All right. I'm dealing. It's fine. What an intentional time both of us are having. Uh, Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Same lives. Same lives.
0: Trash headphones. Okay.
1: (laughs) Do you want to tell me about a movie? I do. Um, I have no idea what you're doing. Should I know? I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. No. Um, you shouldn't. I asked you like a bunch of ones. Like, have you seen this? And you were like, no. So, but right. then I didn't tell you what one. So, guys, it's still Pride. So, I watched another super fun LGBTQ forward movie. Um, Yay! I watched this little film from 1983 called the hunger
1: the hunger i have seen the trailer to this recently why i was deciding on movies to watch oh okay well
0: i hope nothing was given away
1: i mean i watched like 75 trailers when i was deciding on movies to watch so i don't even remember the difference to be honest great (laughs)
0: um so this did i say say yeah 1983. this was directed by tony scott and Mm. it was written by james castigan michael thomas and whitley striber who wrote the novel that this is based on which i'm really curious about the novel like i may read the novel after having watched this but i can't tell you why specifically until we get to the end so
1: what does tony scott direct
0: uh, Lots of things, yeah, really, right? Tony, right? Wait, isn't that Ridley? I might be cutting? Oh, that's Ridley. To- his brother Tony. Di- I'm just kidding, they're not brothers. He's got it's definitely. No, no, I'm just being an asshole. Uh, he's a British film director known for directing highly, highly successful action and thriller films such as Top Gun. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop 2? Wait. Right. This, uh, is this the same guy?
1: Yeah. Tony Scott's like a very famous director for, I don't think yeah. of horror, horror things. Yeah. I think of the things you named. Yeah. Action he thinks.
0: Is that the same fucking... I mean, it might be because
1: <clears throat> he's British. Let's see. I'm like, do we like him? Something came out about him recently, but it might have been a sad thing. Mm. Not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Tony Scott was a British born film director and producer. He was the youngest of three brothers, one of whom is fellow film director Ridley Scott.
1: Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's just yelling at us right now. Being like, You idiot. You dumb. We are like not joking. just, just Just naively finding things out, and it's delightful.
0: It is. We just don't know anything true romance
1: true romance
0: yeah wild okay oh he died i know i think there's
1: something sad about that oh not really? just the not just dying in general not just dying uh i think there's a specific thing that i can't remember oh i'll post more to oh fuck i need my book get your book get oh your books. my <laughs> god i knocked over the whole fucking table
0: Great. Okay. Um so I'm going to Don't worry guys, I'm going to learn all about Tony Scott. I'm going to learn all the things that you guys already know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i uh, you all about it over and over again. And before you do that, everyone's going to DM us yep. everything we just answered Everything. <laughs> Um,
0: guys, you wouldn't like us if we knew stuff. Like, if you want a podcast, that's not where what people, you're here
1: for.
0: Yeah, if you want a podcast where people know shit, come
1: on. That's what NPR is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they NPR. know what Tony Scott deal is.
0: They do. Um, all right, dead or alive? You ready? Yep. Susan Sarandon, <gasps> alive. Catherine Deneuve, dead. David Bowie uh, alive, Tom Haver dead, uh, and Alice alive. So we open on a very stylized sort of montage nightclub scene. Okay, where it's almost giving me music video vibes from the nineteen sure, eighties. Sure, 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 okay, sure, sure. so is it smoky? Very smoky. <laughs> very blue <laughs> very, i guess i'm seeing it i guess i'm there <laughs> are, you are very like blue light in a club you know blue and, like,
1: light okay yeah 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 I got it, yeah
0: yeah and like people are wearing sunglasses in a nightclub, sure. which is like i've never been cool. that cool because that's insane um and the there's a guy that's singing that, like, is part of the club scene, but also, like, sort of breaking the fourth wall a little bit. And he's singing a song, like, kind of behind a cage a little bit that's, like, Bella Lagosi's dead in that, like, 80s singing voice. Yes. Um, I...
1: Yeah, like, like, the... The... Like the... what I just did. And that sounded like the... The... You guys are what 80s what about.
0: music group that Kim specifically is called the of the flock of seagulls. The Cure. <laughs> the Cure. The there it is. Yep, we got it. so Thank very you. much that. Um, God, that is also. It made me realize, like that is specifically the thing I hate about a lot of 80s music. I hate that affectation so much, where everyone is trying to sing like they're sort of like an old. Fancy British man. <laughs> like I really hate it. Like why okay. was that the affectation that we chose for that decade? It's stupid and I hate it.
1: I don't even like consider it. it doesn't bother me at all. Are you I, think kidding? I kinda like it actually.
0: What? She blinded me with science. Like what the fuck is that? That's think, a cartoon. I think I like it. Fuck, I fucking hate it. Anyway getting hot I'm coming in hot guys <laughs> I think I like it yeah I, I mean really I'm wearing
1: it. trash phones but I think I like it
0: you are wearing trash phones um all right so that's happening in the song is like Bella Villa Lugosi's dead um and then a fancy woman and a fancy man in sunglasses so we know they're cool are eyeing this other couple that's dancing and their vibe is like the 80s where like she would kind of have like a little bit of a mullet but it's spiked up and she's wearing like a leather jacket that she probably like popped the collar and like her fishnets mm-hmm. probably have a tear in them and she's smoking and she wears sunglasses. That's the eighties that we're looking at. I love at. it. And then I she...
1: <clears throat> boner and also kinda wanna be her.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I, I could see you actually really pulling that that vibe off. You that do would actually. Be my vibe. It would be your eighties vibe. It would be your eighties vibe. Um I don't know what my '80s vibe would be. I really was not a fan of the '80s or any of its aesthetic. So You'd be I'd like be brown '80s. No, you know what I would be Lisa Frank '80s. Ah! <laughs>
1: you would. <too. laughs> I don't think we could be friends in the '80s, Kim.
0: We had a lot of growing to do before we were like best best friends, like. Kim was hanging out at, like, a really cool club our freshman year of college, and I was not. Wearing
1: short I was wearing short <laughs>
0: No, that was Anna. Anna was wearing short I was wearing, what dumb shit was I wearing? I wasn't wearing cool stuff, that's for sure. I wasn't hanging out in an 80s club with sunglasses. But you
1: wished you were wearing a wizarding cape. I
0: did wish I was wearing a wizarding cape, which is so fucked up, because there was a guy in our acting class who I made fun of for wearing a wizarding cape, and it's just like, who the fuck was I? Ian Carroll Hogan, I am so sorry for making fun of you about wearing a wizard cape and carrying a staff, because honestly, that's the vibe I wish I was bringing with me everywhere now.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you
0: karma's a bitch had the, to the me. He guts to do it. He did. That's truly what it was. He had the guts to be a thousand percent himself. I got there, and now... I'm ready to wear a cape.
1: I'm ready to rock a fucking sp- mohawk mullet.
0: Yeah. And she's ready to tell people that she's not with me whenever we go someplace together. <laughs>
1: 100%. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, anyway, what's happening? Okay. So they're eyeing the dancing couple. And this is intercut with them driving to a second location with our man still dancing behind a You know, whatever. All of them. Uh, Not the dancing man, but all four of them. Yes. So, the yeah. And then we now see that the cool couple is Catherine Deneuve and David Bowie. And so they... Am I
1: supposed to know who Catherine Deneuve is? Yeah, she was a
0: really, like... She was, like, the pinnacle of... She was, like, the standard of what a beautiful woman should look like in, like, the 70s and 80s. 60s, 70s, and 80s.
1: Okay. Just, like... And is she the cool-haired chick no
0: the cool hair chick is like a a a young little buck that they're picking up Catherine Deneuve is more like an elegant 40 with like blonde coiffed hair
1: oh like blonde okay
0: yeah and she might go to this same club but what she's gonna wear is sunglasses but then a hat with like a veil in front of it that's gonna be her vibe you with me you picking up what i'm putting down
1: You had me and then you lost me, if I were to be honest, but it's cool. I
0: hope my my miming is working. Um, (laughs) So they drive to this beautiful mansion and everyone is like smoking and David Bowie um, goes and makes some drinks and the girl that they brought home, cool girl Kim, starts (laughs) like dancing in front of a projection in their apartment. And David Bowie is watching her and Catherine Deneuve is watching her. And then David Bowie like picks up, you know, like a, an ice bucket from the bar. And he's like, no ice. And then she <laughs> grabs the bucket to be like, I'll oh, okay, get the ice. And he follows. And I was like, bitch, you don't know where the ice is. You don't live here. Let him lead the way. Catherine Deneuve is in the room with the dude. And David Bowie is in the kitchen with the girl. And Catherine Dun- – uh, and they're both, like, doing their respective people hotly.
2: Oh. Yeah. So,
0: like, David Bowie lifts her up on the kitchen Ooh. counter. And so, like, there's a lot of thigh-handsing.
1: Thigh-handsing. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. And then, like – and then and then some boobs a little bit. And then out in the living room, Catherine Deneuve is, like, straddling her guy. Yeah. And she's like, ugh, I'm a sex villain. And sex villain. I just coined that. I'm gonna make a t-shirt that says I'm a sex villain. (laughs) Okay. So these two scenes are happening simultaneously. And then we see David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve. um, But it's all very music video-y in the shot. It's not necessarily like super narrative the way that we're watching it. We're watching like these clips of things happening. But we do see them both like they have an onk around their neck on a necklace and An it's the egyptian symbol for eternal life where it's like a circle at the top and then a line underneath the circle and then a line coming parallel down or perpendicular to that line okay and what we realize is that like the onk is actually a tiny a teeny tiny little knife mm-hmm. that they take the take out of its sleeve and they rip it off their neck and then we see
1: that And also both, a Coke vial.
0: And also a Coke vial. Uh, oh, that would be pretty smart. And then you do a all oh, right off the tip. Mm-hmm. Um, But no, they use it for doing blood, not blow. Oh. And the blood is flowing <clears throat> from their respective partners. And this was intercut. So them... Stabbing their partners in the neck and doing God knows what is intercut with this monkey in a lab that appears to be possessed, and it was very upsetting. And I had to watch it through my fingers a lot. Um, But then it cuts to David Bowie like washing just his hands, so it's like just a it's a very artsy film, washing his hands blood off of his hands. We now cut to. Susan Surrending. Hey. And she has like a sh- like a short little like kind of pixie cut that's longer on top. She looks real cute and like she always is like kind of running her hands through her hair and I was like <laughs> hello. So <laughs> she's in a lab coat and she's coming into the lab to work and the other scientist who we later learn is her boyfriend, Tom Haver, is like he just went completely nuts referring to the monkey obviously she's smoking in the lab and in the medical facility yeah and nobody cares um so they're like the monkey went nuts cut back to david bowie and katherine they now pull up to like a gorgeous like brownstone so it appears that they have like their condo by the club and then now we're at like a what appears to be like kind of a brownstone in San Francisco or maybe it was maybe it was the couple's place maybe they killed them at their own home anyway they pull up and uh they pull bot their bodies out of the trunk That makes sense for the
1: ice bucket right
0: yeah I take I take back my snarkiness ma'am I think it was your home. (laughs) I think you knew where the ice was all along. (laughs) We
1: figured it out. Yeah,
0: we did. I think you knew where the ice was. Look at us. (laughs)
1: Detective, everything. Yep.
0: So it then cuts to them inside their house where they have their own personal incinerator in the basement. Good for you. Yeah. That's uh, one of the features on this particular home. Dishwasher washer dryer incinerator um and now they're like showering together and David Bowie says like very sweetly he's like forever and she says what what (laughs) and he asks again and he says forever and ever and then she kisses him and I was like that wasn't an an answer uh oh. That wasn't an answer. Man trouble. Yeah. So now we cut to like a beautiful bedroom. Everything is very um Victorian vibes. There's a lot of four poster bed with gossamer curtains flowing in the wind um along with um a lot of art and artifacts. A grand piano. That's that's what that's the picture we're painting here. Sure.
1: So, did we incinerate that other couple? We sure
0: did. Okay, great. Yeah, we in, we incinerated them. David Bowie appears to be thinking back, remembering, having a memory of himself playing the cello and Catherine playing the piano, but they're in like seventeen hundreds garb. Hmm. And we also see that Catherine is asleep and David is not. Um, There also doesn't appear, well, I'll get to that later. Uh, So she's sleeping soundly, he is not. We then cut to a video of that monkey from before. And in the lab, the monkey is like going nuts, but like, like looks possessed like, not well. And Susan Sarandon is watching footage of, like, the previous night, and it's Susan Sarandon, her boyfriend Tom, uh, other nameless girl scientist, and then, um, Uh, black scientists with with glasses. So, like, those are the four scientists that are, like, appear to be, like, a little team together. Mm -hmm. And they're telling Susan, they're like, we don't get what happened. Like, all of the vitals are normal. But he ate his best friend, Betty. Betty! Uh, Not the puppy! No! Not the puppy. And the monkey hasn't slept in 56 hours. So, but like his vitals are fine. So they're like, I don't know. Um, We then cut back to the mansion, and David Bowie is watching Catherine while she sleeps. So she's still asleep, and he's remembering the 1700s Catherine Deneuve saying, Forever. And he says, Forever. And she says, Forever and ever. And he answers with, Yes. And then they kiss. And, you know, so that was
1: their Uh-oh. little thing they would Looks say to each like other. Looks like it's taken 200-some years, but there's trouble in yep. paradise.
0: It's the 200-year itch that
1: happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. I would know. I can't get past 200 days. Who are we kidding?
0: I thought you were making a comment on the fact that we just had our 200th episode and that you were feeling oh. a little bit of an itch. Are you feeling an itch? Are you a little itchy? over there yeah
1: bitch what are you gonna do about it <laughs> i'm about to eat you yeah
0: guys we are having a 200 episode itch
1: um i'm about to eat you and stay up all night
0: that's so scary that you're gonna eat me but then also like stay up i don't know why that part's the most unsettling <laughs> to me <laughs> Like to
1: eat you, wanna... you and then stay up for 56 hours straight
0: yeah. i'm like i'm a big meal like you're probably gonna get tired a little sleepy
1: well Wow. <laughs> it's actually not because I'm like a vampire or anything. It's just because I keep coke in my necklace. Uh,
0: that's what I... Yep, there it is. So that's what kept you up, is the, is <laughs> the, the, onk, the onk coke. Onk coke. Um, <laughs> So cut to footage of Susan in the lab again. And... Oh, no. Cut to footage of Susan Sarandon being interviewed on a talk show. That's what okay. she's doing. And she is explaining the disease progeria. Do you know what progeria is? Of
1: course I don't know what progeria (laughs) is, Ketrin. Do you?
0: Yes, of course I do. (laughs) Tell me. Progeria is kind of (laughs) like the opposite of Benjamin Button in that your internal age clock is sped up. So if you, right around the age of five, your internal clock speeds up so like by 16 you're dead and <gasps> by like 10 oh, no. you look you look like a like like, 90. like a 90 year old yeah Oof, that's so tough. there was actually a little girl named um something rose who i followed for years she had progeria but she like was obs- i don't know how to silence my new phone
1: oh Catherine.
0: How do I silence it?
1: I mean, just the little button on the side.
0: Oh, right. I knew that button. Okay, I got it.
1: I don't think that button changed. (laughs) It didn't. that one's still the same. It didn't change. Okay. (sighs) It's silenced. All right. (laughs) Let's hope. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, um, yeah, I used to follow this little girl for years who, like, was really excited to be like an influencer like she really so like Mm -hmm. her mom like a like had an account for her and like everyone adelia rose that was her name um and she just died this year Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i know what progeria is (laughs) 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 um and but the but the but the guy that's interviewing her does not and so she's explaining it about the internal clock and life expectancy Expectancy is 16. And she's really trying to figure out the cause to slow the clock down. Catherine Mm -hmm. Deneuve is watching the news program that she's on. Then, at the mansion, sort of interrupting this, the doorbell rings. And it is this precocious little gem of a girl. She's probably like 13, 14. Mm -hmm. And she is like standing outside the mansion with like her violin case and she's chewing gum and she's just like just so cool <laughs> and then she comes in and she's like hey and she just like snaps a picture of David Bowie with a Polaroid and hands it to him and he appears. He's not he's not oh. unphotographable. Okay, great. They're Good also like
1: having the, the sun yeah yeah oh, so interesting lore here.
0: Exactly. Uh <laughs> Just you wait.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she snaps a picture and he like makes a David Bowie face and she's like, whoa, you look awful. And she's like, what have you been doing? And he's like, none of your business, you know, all David Bowie like. Yeah. And but they clearly have like a very sweet relationship, um, David Bowie and this little girl back to Catherine Deneuve watching Susan Sarandon on TV. Like they page. already
1: know each other.
0: A thousand percent. She just came to his mansion to be like, What's up, buddy? Um, uh, okay, yeah, Unless and she was like selling candy bars or something. Mm. No, she's selling violins. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> um, so we go back to Catherine Deneuve, and uh, Susan Sarandon is, is promoting a specific book called Sleep and Longevity.
1: Sleep and Longevity, yeah, uh, um, mm, ain't that the right? Truth.
0: Yeah. Um, Catherine Deneuve appears to be looking at Susan Sarandon, like the way that like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I like mm-hmm. how you
1: look. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, then the girl, Alice, comes up and like kisses Catherine Deneuve on the cheek, like, Mwah! like just really cute, snaps a picture of her and gives it to her. So she's just like kind of. She comes to, clearly is very at home in the mansion. Okay. So now we cut to Catherine Deneuve playing piano, David Bowie playing the cello, and Alice playing violin. Oh,
1: they're a little yeah, trio. they are cute. so like cute. Um,
0: and we learn that they she actually takes lessons from them. So that's why she comes over every Tuesday and Thursday. I want lessons. I. Don't get me started on how mad I am that I didn't keep playing the cello. We've talked about this, that Kim and I want to be in a band where she plays flute and I play cello, but it's like a rock band.
1: (laughs) I actually am very sad that I never learned piano. I would like to Mm, be able to play piano. Yeah. Or guitar. Like, I think if you did continue cello, you would feel like me, where you'd be like, I mean, I know how to play the fucking cello, but like, what am I doing with that? Yeah. (laughs) Whereas like piano and guitar, I could like jam
0: yeah you can't see me carrying my cello around to parties when i was 22
1: i can't i can't see it <laughs> i like, mean
0: i'm gonna just break out the cello here
1: <laughs> you weren't confident enough you couldn't wear your cape
0: couldn't wear my cape couldn't bring my cello yeah i had some growing up to do
1: um <laughs> now though we can't I'm bringing... get her away from this cello
0: no or my capes i'm wearing a cape all the time i have a bathing cape no i don't <laughs> Just slow me down so much as I swim. Um. (laughs) I
1: was thinking for bathing, not for swimming. And I was like, how fast do you need to go when you're bathing? (laughs) Pretty fast. (laughs) And why is this cape slowing
0: you down so much? (laughs) I participate in speed bathing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't know they had.
1: I'm not up on that either. It must be what the progesterones do
0: yeah <laughs> it's it's like speed dating but i jump into different bathtubs
1: oh that's fine with
0: my with my bathing cape
1: but the cape slows you down, <laughs> but the cape
0: slows me down.
1: yeah right. it's a right. whole thing uh
0: <laughs> what is happening what am i saying oh okay so they're playing together oh they're
1: playing music remember when we wanted to play music yeah so play the piano and i want to be taught the by the this Uh, lady yeah
0: so David Bowie stops and seems really tired and Catherine Deneuve looks slightly concerned Um, David Bowie then says forgive me and leaves Alice asks Catherine what's what's wrong with him and Catherine is like oh she uh, he hasn't been sleeping is what she says sleep and longevity right and then Alice says uh, to Catherine, oh, so you want some lewds? My stepmom has every pill ever invented. Ludes." <laughs> Kim, Kim's <laughs> first drug experience, lewds. Um And uh, Catherine Deneuve is like, is like, oh, poor thing. And Alice goes, yeah, that's what my dad says too. <laughs> <laughs> and she says she's scared of getting old her stepmom is
2: i Uh, can fix that (laughs) with some ludes oh
0: no not with ludes david bowie is listening and smoking obviously and kind of looks like shit and by shit i mean he's still david bowie right right? but based on what he looked like just a day ago with the incineration couple he looks he looks older so like he doesn't look like shit for a 40 year old Except he looked like a 25 year old yesterday. Oh, okay. So, um, so he looks at the Polaroid that Alice took and he's like looking in the mirror and he like has crow's feet.
1: And he's and like, he- fuck, I need some Botox.
0: Yep. He's like, I need some, some blood tox. <clears throat> <clears throat> you can see yourself. Goodbye. So, Oh, I'm not asking that question. So now we cut to Catherine Deneuve. I asked it later and I forgot. Um, so now we cut to Catherine Deneuve running errands. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. She's out and about. I don't know why I said she's running errands, but. She, <laughs> she stops by the nice. post office. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, is she, what, are, what errands is she running?
1: Picks up some greeting cards.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So she sees that Susan Sarandon is having a book signing nearby. Mm. So she goes to meet her and there is definitely like this vibe, this vibe, this magnetism between them. Yeah, there is. And she kind of walks right up to the table. You know, there's like a line of people, but Catherine Deneuve is like, Catherine Deneuve. So she's like, I don't do lines. (laughs) So she's like, I'd like to talk to you. And Susan looks up at her and is like, yes, I'd like that. Ah! And I was like, <laughs> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> so now we cut to David Bowie watching a cartoon really close to the TV. I'm like, Vamps
1: like cartoons too? I
0: guess, yeah. do It's more that I can't see David Bowie watching cartoons.
1: <laughs> you know? David Bowie gets real high and watches cartoons. Watches
0: cartoons. That's probably true. Well, now he's high up in the sky. The real Ziggy Stardust. He's <laughs> dead. R.I.P. Wow. R. I. P. wow. Are you just now hearing about it? Am I not supposed
1: to Bummer say? Bummer, Ketrin.
0: Spoilers. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> um, to bum
1: us all out. Yeah. Um, he's no, alive he's... in my
0: heart. Whatever. He's alive in all of our hearts. He's fucking Ziggy Stardust. He's like, <laughs> he's like, de- death can't hold me down. That's, that's very true. Yeah. So that's why I don't feel bad. He's like, like he's that's,
1: good. I don't see time that way.
0: Yeah. He's like, sorry. <laughs> he's like Kim. He's got his trash headphones on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cut to Catherine Deneuve coming into the research center now. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Susan Sarandon works.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. but
0: she doesn't go to talk to Susan. Maybe Susan's not there that day, so she talks to one of the other uh, members of the of the little foursome team, mm-hmm. and it's the uh, it's the black scientist about what he studies. So she's basically going in to be like, "What does your whole team do?" And he's saying that they're. They they think that there may be a link between blood type and aging.
1: Blood type and aging? Fascinating. Yeah. Tell me yeah. everything.
0: Wish I knew my blood type, mom. Uh, <laughs> you don't know your blood type? No, because mom didn't know my blood type. I mean, I
1: don't know it from my mom.
0: You're supposed to, isn't that information that's supposed to be passed down from generation to generation? <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned this
1: world like our like our, our recipe books passed down from yeah. our ancestors? Yeah. No, What's we all have recipe? different blood recipes. Um mm-hmm. I know mine from the American Red Cross.
0: Oh, oh we've had this discussion before. I need to go back and see if I can give blood now.
1: Why couldn't you give blood?
0: Because the one time that I did do it, I passed out immediately. And they were like, they they were, they were like, I think your, your resting heart rate is too low. So like, you're just always going to pass out kind of thing. I was Uh. in high school and I was like, okay, well, I'll let you just get what you can. And they were like, no, if you pass out, we have to throw your blood away. You have bad blood. I have bad blood.
1: They threw like, my they blood They don't even away. want your blood. They, they don't. don't even, like, they were literally like, we're throwing this with, the, th- headphones with into the
0: headphones. With the headphones. They threw my
1: blood And into now I'm wearing your you blood might... on my head. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. That's really bad blood. I to be know. fair, I stopped for a while because the last time I went, my blood went everywhere. <laughs> they like fucked it up. No. Yeah. Like, like,
0: like they fucked it up or some.
1: Yeah, no, like I was going really often, which I think probably wasn't good for me. I think that's my doing mm. why I got sick a lot. Like, I think you didn't have enough blood. I know. think, I think you know, I got vampire sick where I was yeah, just like, they were I just, I just <laughs> probably wasn't taking the best care of myself back right. then either. I was also drinking a lot. So, yeah, you know, so uh, your, uh, whatever, your blood is literally just
0: alcohol. Your body is yeah. like, can we have less alcohol and more blood, please?
1: But like, I don't know. She had a hard time finding like the vein. So but like got it all connected. And, you know, then they like walk around to other people and you're just like rolling the ball around.
2: And before I know
1: it, they like look over and they're like, oh, no. And there's like (laughs) blood all over me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like i had to like go to like the bathroom to like wash my shirt out because it was like bloody like i was just like laying in a pool of blood it was just like oozing out of my arm instead of going into the thing that is terrifying like, (laughs) like um I think that might have been the last time. The last I time. <laughs> I could, it was, it's been a minute now. I feel like I could probably go again. Yeah. Um, but it did scar me a little bit. Yeah. Like I was just like, and I was like cool about it, but I think I was scared to go back. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the reason I asked if it was your fuck up or their fuck up is because my blood also went everywhere, but it was my fuck up because I passed out and apparent, I mean, I wasn't there. I was oh, you
1: like j- jacked I went, up or something when you passed out?
0: I went, like, I pulled my fists into my head oh. and ripped the needle out of my own yeah. arm and it was like psh, 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 psh. No, no. <laughs> oh. and i was just like passed out and then they were like ma'am you've made a mess and we're putting your blood in the trash <laughs> please don't come back please you're don't come never back. gonna know what
1: your blood type is never
0: never because no one wants it no one wants your blood it's trash
1: um, um yeah mine's O positive or O negative. It's not whatever the most me? necessary one is.
0: <laughs> oh. Will you come with me to give
1: people my blood? Yeah, let's do it together. because I have a blood day.
0: Yeah, because I'm a little I'm a little scarred too, you know. Mainly because I'm like, what a waste of my blood. It's one thing to give your blood. It's another for them to be like, well, we took your blood and now we're throwing <laughs> it away. I'm like, well, can I have it back? Okay. So link between blood type and aging. And he says... We figured out how to speed up the clock. So therefore, we've proven that there is a clock, but not how to slow it down yet. So well.
1: It's the wrong way. Uh, No one wants that. Kim, can
0: you give them a fucking minute?
1: (laughs) I'm just saying. We're trying to
0: figure it out. Like, you should have
1: fucking started the other direction.
0: We needed to find a fucking clock, and then we didn't know which direction it went. We were like, (laughs) oops, we went the wrong way, so now we got to go back, you know? (laughs) Meanwhile, David Bowie, we get a shot of David Bowie, and his hair is coming out in his hand.
1: Oh, he's got it.
0: Yeah. So she comes home and david bowie is like my hair's falling out of my hands he says do they know anything and Catherine says they're just guessing referring to the scientists and he says how long do i have and she says i don't know and so wait
1: they've been working with the scientists
0: uh, not working with them. It's just that, like, she probably said, "Hey, David, these people that do uh, uh, getting old too fast stuff. I'm gonna go talk to them." And he's like, "Great, because my hair's falling out in my hands."
1: Yeah, so getting old too fast. It's been only 250 years. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but she still looks baller.
1: <laughs> Phenomenal.
0: So he's like, "How long do I have?" And she's and and she kind of dodges the question and he says i know it was a long time ago but that's not something you really forget miriam her name's miriam and he huh. says you like your grandma um and he that's says my grandma's name what is it marion i know it's marion this bitch i
1: so apologies
0: uh what's my grandma's name what's either of my grandma's <laughs> names
1: um, your do, grandma's do, name do, do, is Gax. Do, do. Okay, you got one. Do, 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 and the do, other do, do, one is, I'm trying to think of their last name. I don't think you ever say her name. I know Charlie. Mm, true. Uh, Dodie. Dodie.
0: And Gax's name was actually Jackie, but yeah, but no one calls her. give you
1: 50%. So. What's my other grandma's name?
0: Joan. <laughs> I don't know my other. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> it's fucking Joan. It's fucking Joan. I bet it's Joan. I bet it's fucking Joan.
1: I could not fucking tell you Yeah. Fucking It's Joan. Some lady.
0: Yeah. Um so he says that's not something you forget and he says how long was Lalia?
1: Lalia Palooza.
0: And <clears throat> Catherine says a week maybe, a few days. And she said she could feed, but couldn't sleep. <gasps> I, I prayed I'd never lose you. And David says, have you thought of who will replace me? And she seems like offended at the thought. And he says, will it be Alice, the, 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 the little girl? girl. And uh, Catherine Deneuve just goes upstairs. And he's like, look at me, Miriam at me what am i going to do question one what are you gonna do
1: what am i gonna do am i david bowie yeah you are what am i gonna do i mean it seems like i'm like opposite benjamin buttoning you are i only got like a couple days yeah i mean i guess i gotta go to the scientists that's what i'm gonna do I'm going to go to the scientist and be like, bro, here's the deal. Somehow I've lived 250 years and now I have a week to live and now I've aged dramatically. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense.
0: No. That's what he's saying.
1: Like what happened? Did they catch something? I don't get it. We'll find out. Okay. And um, he's going to, what am I going to do? He's going to go drink someone's blood.
0: Point for you. I think going to the scientists is the right move. He also goes to the scientists.
1: He does. DB. What's up, buddy? Yep. Yep. But he
0: goes specifically to Susan Sarandon.
1: Okay. We trust Uh,
0: her. Yeah. He goes to see Susan. So cut to a cab in the rain. Pulls up to the Park West Clinic. He walks past lab monkeys, which I'm just like, where's the security at this place? I don't think you can just like walk through research facilities, but um, this. I guess they're smoking in there too. So yeah, you're probably right. So David Bowie comes in and she, he goes right into her office and she's like, how did you get in here? She's like, this is, oh, this is restricted. I answered my own question. So he wasn't <laughs> supposed to be there.
1: Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm a vampire.
0: Yeah. And he says, I'm reading your book. And you said age is a disease that can be cured. Do you believe that? And she's like, I think it's possible, wackadoo, but I'm late for a meeting. And he's <laughs> like, and he's like, look at me and he says how old am i she says i don't know and he holds up his, his hand and he's like are these liver spots and she's like yes she's not she doesn't have this much attitude i'm giving her way more attitude okay sure but she's definitely like well, don't come into my office like this is restricted you know okay and he sa- and she says yes and he says i didn't have them yesterday yesterday i was 30 and she just goes, That's remarkable. Again, <laughs> she does not have as much attitude as I'm giving her, but this is fun. Um and he says, I'm a young man. Do you understand what I'm saying? What question two What do you do? What does she do?
1: Um I think uh I'm like Cool, let's fucking um science you. Okay. Great. You're doing the thing that the monkey's doing. So, great. Okay. Study. Study, study. And uh, hand in hand. Sure. (laughs) Zero points. Great. So,
0: she says I'm late for a meeting. And she says, but give me 15 minutes. Wait for me. And then we'll run all the tests. And so she walks him to the waiting room, tells him to wait, and he, like, grabs her arm to be, like, 15 minutes, right? And she's like, yep, I'll try. Waiting, waiting, waiting. We then cut to her on the phone and she's like, hey, I just had another nut wander into my office. She's like, don't break his legs or anything. He's harmless. Just let him sit there for a while and he'll get tired and leave. So.
1: Susan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we now cut to the waiting room. He's still waiting, smoking a cigarette, obviously. And the receptionist is like, you can't smoke in here. And I was like, are you f- from the future? What? Of course he can. Everyone can smoke everywhere <laughs> in the can, 80s. Yeah,
1: what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> um, so now we cut to, now we cut back to the monkey observation.
1: Monkey observation? I want a monkey.
0: And I would love a monkey. Um, and they're talking and they're like, what? so this is footage of the monkey. And uh, they're like, the effective age that he is right now based on his, you know.
1: Based not, on his what, Ketrin?
0: Not the amount of time he's been on the earth, but the, the way that his cells are presenting. He's 55 ah, years old. The, the monkey. monkey. Yes. Okay. Which is 92 in human years. Well, it then is intercut uh, with them talking and the monkey, which was really sad footage. It was basically like, you know, an animal aging rapidly. Like they yeah. were like basically every minute he ages another five years. Oof. So it was not it wasn't fun. I it, hate this it wasn't, Yeah, it wasn't. I, I didn't like watching it. Um, And it's intercut with db looking at the polaroid in the waiting room and literally aging in the waiting room um and we cut back to susan and she's like he's now at age 85 which in in human years is 129 and she's like and right here is where life signs terminate so Mm. the monkey kind of like collapses and then literal rapid decay of the body to bones
1: whoa so even after death it
0: happens yeah yeah so that's wild it appears yeah so it appears to be like on the cellular level like every um every cell has a clock in it and so we now cut to the waiting room and the nurse not the nurse the receptionist kind of like wakes him up and he's like 70 now Mm -hmm. in the waiting room and she asks if he wants coffee and he looks at the clock and sees that like it's been like an hour and a half or something and he gets up and leaves so we now cut to susan sarandon and her boyfriend who's one of the other scientists walking through the hall and she's like we've actually proven that there's an age clock like this is huge she's like we have to show this to Mendelssohn. we have to get our funding and her boyfriend is like, "I'll show him the tapes. I'll show him the tapes." Cut to DB, looking at himself in a bathroom mirror, and he's easily 80 now. So he's in a bathroom in the facility. And another younger man is like right next to him, and he we see that David Bowie's like hearing his heartbeat, you know, like like
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, feeling mm-hmm. hungry.
0: And he's watching him, and he like opens up his Ankh necklace, and then someone else comes in, and he sort of like quickly leaves. Cut to him, cut to DB in an elevator with like a dozen other nurses, and he's like hearing and seeing their blood flow. But but again, he's like eighty-five or ninety years old now. He gets out, and he sees Susan Sarandon in the hallway, and he says, "Doctor Roberts." She's like, yes. And he says, you let me down. She's like, I beg your pardon? Who the pardon? fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. And he says, you didn't believe me and made me sit in there for over two hours. She's like, Mr. Blaylock? And he says, you had your meeting to go to. 15 minutes, you said. You lied. And she says, wait. Question three. What do you do? What does David Bowie do?
1: David Bowie? Mm-hmm. She says, wait. I mean, I think I'd wait. I think I'd stop and be like, yes. Kay. You'd like, because she seems to be maybe the only. <laughs> I don't know who can help me. <laughs> but like, she seems like my best bet right now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he... Uh... Keeps
2: on. Keep
0: on. Double ding. He's a little too prideful, it Mm -hmm. appears.
1: That'll do it.
0: Yeah, because... That'll do it. Yeah, because he's like, wait? I can't wait. Why don't you take a seat in the waiting room? I was like, (laughs) ooh, shots fired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So he walks home. We now cut to... This is not what was happening, but I, this is how I wrote it initially before I knew what was happening. I said, cut to someone roller skating in a mansion?
1: Fun. No.
0: It appeared to be... It was someone roller skating, doing, okay. like, fun, twisty roller skating. Please. They appeared... Yeah. They appeared to be, like, almost, like, under a bridge, but, like, a very fancy bridge that you took stairs down to, but it appeared to be kind of a public place, and he has a boom box in the middle and he's skating around and David Bowie tries to kind of like grab him and cut him, but he's too weak to mm. like fend off this 20-something. And so the 20-something is just kind of like, ow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could you not?
0: You fucking like stabbed me with a teeny tiny little knife. And so David Bowie like runs away. So he's like, fuck
1: wow db yeah <laughs> rough life maybe roller skating is something we should learn my knees mm. concerned about my knees maybe it's something i should learn something you should learn
0: i'll support you in it
1: i'll wear knee pads though
0: well i'm not worried about hitting my knees i'm i know about my... i'm
1: i'm saying that for myself Oh,
0: for yourself of course
1: i wouldn't Did you offer think I was... you to be Excuse like me. knee pads to fix your knees
0: did you think I was going to let you take up roller skating and not have knee pads on? Or all the pads. Elbow pads. Helmet. Like, come on. She's, guys, Kim thought she was, I was just going to let a roller skate raw dog in it all over the <laughs> fucking <laughs> road. Which is crazy. What if I become a
1: roller skater? I'm into it. I support How you. How cute would I be?
0: Um, Actually, like, literally so cute. Like, Except literally, so, so awkward. That's I part of how I could get,
1: I could probably be like really good at it and still be the most awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it's like so cute because, like, this is this is this kind of stuff is like why Sync calls you a puppy because it's like <laughs> even when you're like awkward, like, you're so cute.
1: That's true.
0: You're it's a puppy. like
1: my fucking little paws are too big for my body and I don't know my own size.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So
1: cute. That's me roller skating. Yep. Roller skate and play the piano. Let's do
0: it. So now we cut to Alice ringing the doorbell over and over (laughs) again. And we hear that DB is answering but she doesn't recognize his voice. And he doesn't want to let her in. Mm. And she's like, uh, can you just let me in? Like, I gotta tell Miriam that I can't make my lesson tomorrow. <laughs> um, And is like, she's not here. And she's like, well, can I leave her a note? And he lets her in, but, like, won't make eye contact with her and, like, stays in the shadows. And he looks 95. Like, he's mm-hmm. so old. And She keeps looking at him, being like, are you a friend of theirs? And she says, no, wait. Are you David Bowie's father?
1: Oh, no.
0: And she keeps looking at him, and she's like, you have the same eyes. And David Bowie is like, I never noticed that. Just a friend. And Alice is like, uh, really? Because, like, I mean, it's uncanny. Um, (laughs) We now see that he's, like, 100. And she decides to leave a note in the hand of, like, a Greek statue that's in their foyer. Cute. Um, And then she takes a Polaroid of it. Uh And uh, David Bowie then kind of saunters over and is like... Miriam tells me you're a great musician. Play for me. Question four. What do you do? What does Alice do?
1: Let's show off together, girl. Hand in hand. Play a little ditty.
2: <laughs>
1: Kim?
0: Yeah? I'm so sorry, listeners. Um, <laughs> What was that?
1: That was my violin.
0: It wasn't good. It was <laughs> no, really, no, it was really bad. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, I haven't learned yet.
0: It sounded more like, um, uh, uh, Psycho stabbing a woman in the shower. <laughs> it's more what it sounded like. Less, less like a beautiful string instrument. <laughs> More but, like a murder in a shower. But close, though. But,
1: mm-hmm. but like similar. Mm-hmm. But like almost you know there.
0: We'll play it back. We'll- re, 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 <laughs> re, 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 re. That
1: was hot cross buns, if you couldn't tell. It was,
0: <laughs> yep, Kim's learned hot cross buns on the, on the violin.
1: To be fair, my stepsister did used to try to play the violin. So, like, of course, you know, when you're both learning instruments, you kind of can teach each other shit. Yeah. So that's, to me, what violin sounds like. (laughs) It's as far as she ever got.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess, to be fair, if that's your only exposure to violins, beginner violins does, in fact, sound like someone getting murdered in the shower. So 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 actually, maybe that was just really fucking accurate, actually.
1: (laughs) the way i know violin really
0: fucking accurate yeah when i when we had to play i think i've said this before but we had to pick an instrument in fifth grade and i did not want to play the cello i didn't know how cool i was going to think it was later but my parents were like apparently had a meeting the two of them being like what instrument would annoy us us (laughs) yeah and so they went with cello which i think was the right choice for sure
1: also, because they knew you wouldn't stick with it long, probably. Yeah, I, g- <laughs> I gave
0: up piano lessons, so they were like, "She's not." they so like,
1: "She's going to lug this <laughs> shit around no, forever." No, nah. Um, did you have to carry it like home and to school and stuff? I did. On the bus, <laughs> it's like bigger than you.
0: It was. <laughs> I looked like I looked like a
1: miniature person carrying a violin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I um, shoved my flute in my backpack, so no one thought I was a dorky band kid, even though I was forever. You were, though. And um, no one knew. Uh, I was also cool. See, I've been that way my whole life. I was always half cool, half dorky.
0: Yeah, I've always been full dork. <laughs>
1: True. Yeah. Uh, so no, she plays it. a beautiful tune.
0: And... He says, she says, I'll play this. And he goes, oh, in C minor, a little saccharine. And she's like, DB says that about Uh. this song. And she starts talking. She's like, I can't figure John out, John. I can't figure DB out. And she's like, Miriam is my best friend. And And they're like, and he's like, oh, you don't, you don't like John. She's like, oh my gosh, no, I love them both. He's just hard to figure out. And uh, D.B. says, play Lalo, even if it is saccharine. And she says, are you sure you're not John's father? And so she starts playing the violin. D.B. then saunters around, listening to her, comes up behind her, takes out his (gasps) onk. She looks a little nervous with him behind her, but keeps playing. And then he says, forgive me. And he grabs her from behind and stabs her with the onk and
1: feeds on her. DB? What the fuck?
0: He ate Alice. Alice? My favorite fucking character. I was like. What I, the
1: fuck dude? You can eat any other fucking human in the world. I
0: guess for him he's like I can't. I can't. I'm too old to overpower.
1: Okay, you can anyone. eat any other child in the world. <laughs> Kim's like any other kid. <laughs> Not Alice. We like her. I love Alice. Um
0: so he's like, you know, maybe feeding will help my blood my my aging problem.
1: Also <sighs> Not true because What's-Her-Face already said that the last person could do that and they still died. Yeah. Also, wasn't Alice like her potential future mate mm-hmm. or like, you know, life partner or whatever? Yeah. Death well, partner?
0: He, he he questioned that. Yeah. Um, so it's
1: now just, we, it's just, just rude all around. It's, it's really rude, rude to Alice. It's rude to What's-Her-Face.
0: Because also, I also feel like if John was like, hey, I am John. Like I'm getting old really fast, and I'm wondering if drinking your blood will help. Do you want to be a vampire? I feel yeah. like Alice would totally be like, "Yes, I do want to be a vampire." Sure, right? but he didn't even fucking ask.
1: That's so um, fucked up. Wow, he's 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 dead to me. He's panicking. He's already dead to me.
0: Yeah, we see we see his true colors when when the chips fall. We see where DB. It's very
1: LA of him. He's Agreed. like, I'm starting to get wrinkles, and then he fucking kills his child best friend. Yeah.
0: It happens all the time out here in LA. People get old. All the time. They kill their child best friend. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So we cut to Catherine Deneuve coming home, and she's calling for John. He doesn't answer. And she finds him sitting alone in the dark in the music room.
1: <laughs> I'm so sad now. <clears throat> Get over yourself, John. Right? Just die already.
0: Yeah. So he says, you said forever, never ending, do you remember? And she's like, every day. We then flash to them in the 1700s. And he's like, never growing old, remember? Forever young. And she says, stop it. He comes into the light. And he is the grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: He is (laughs) so old, (laughs) so old that he's already dead.
0: (laughs) Yes, and he's like, and he's he asks for a kiss, and Catherine is like, no, thank you. Okay, here I go. So she kisses him, but like he he can't even like take it. Like he's and but we see that while they're kissing like she is remembering their first kiss where he's like taller than her and virile and uh -uh. Mm -hmm. and he can barely stand she starts crying and saying i can't i can't and she walks away from him and he goes and sits again and he's like then kill me release me and she says i can't so what question five what do you do what does db do
1: I want to say we like kill ourselves, but that seems the opposite of the point of our game.
0: <laughs> well, well, I should have said this earlier that we do we do have some nuances here of like keeping your soul alive. Like, like yeah. death might be a a bit of a release in some of these instances where it actually metaphorically is keeping you alive.
1: Yeah, um, let's say kill ourselves hand in hand, run How? ourselves. I was gonna say, run ourselves into our onk, or maybe or her onk. Okay. What what kills me? Um. What's it made of? The onk. Yeah.
0: Stabbiness. (laughs) (laughs) Like we don't, we don't. It it. doesn't. It's it's not like wood. I
1: meant like what material.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not wood. It could be bone. It could be it. that it. you never really get a close look. Well, at it, it's so. tough because I don't
1: know the lore of them because we already know that they can, like, be in daylight and whatever the other thing was. Yeah, was listen. Weird. I'm not so, going to lie.
0: You, this question is you throwing wet spaghetti at a wall.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to put on some classical music. Okay. And then I'm going to stab myself in the heart with her onk. And then I'm going to swan dive off the stairs and then dive into the incinerator. Goodbye! Okay. What does DB do? Uh, I think he also goes into the incinerator. Point for you. That's why I
0: didn't want to say because that is exactly what I would try and do. Swan dive into the incinerator he doesn't. So now let's find out what's what's Mine going on with beautiful. this. It was gorgeous <laughs> and like also like I was like Kim is going to know how to beautifully murder herself and you didn't disappoint. So we see him or no, I'm sorry. We see her find the polaroid on the ground that Alice took and so she now knows like Alice was here. Uh and she's like what have you done then we cut to the incinerator i put you there uh a shot earlier
1: like wouldn't she just think that alice was there and like left kind of thing like why does she assume that he ate her because i think she's vampiric
0: probably connected to him in a lot of ways yeah um he's now so Cut to them at the incinerator, and she just has closed someone in, we can assume, is Alice. And he's at the top of the stairs saying, kill me. And she keeps saying, I can't. And so he says, or she says, you don't understand. And he starts to go down the stairs saying, please, Miriam. And then he tumbles down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Which for a a 106-year-old, I mean, they would just. break in every bone. Yeah, they would just be dust at the bottom. But he falls down and he's not dead. Yeah. And so she hugs him like a teeny tiny little old man baby. Because now he's like small. Like he's like, you know, he's a teeny person now. And she says, there's no release, my darling. No rest. No letting go. And she like carries him like a baby up to the attic. And she says, Mankind dies one way, us another. Their end is final, ours is not. In the earth, in the rotting wood, in the eternal darkness, we will see and hear and feel. So I just gotta fucking age forever? (laughs) What the fuck? That's why I was like, incinerate me because like if you like destroy me on a molecular level and I'm still conscious then I'm just like you know atoms in the wind like if I have to be alive you know like at least yeah that's my Uh, favorite song
1: yeah I agree fucking you know
0: doesn't that seem like a good idea that like if I so like actually incinerating yourself I'm like I just gave myself a life floating around also just like
1: There's no way for us to die. Come on,
0: yeah. So I don't think she's trying hard enough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, get it together, lady.
0: Yeah. So she gives this whole speech. We then are up in the attic, and there's like gossamer curtains everywhere, and there appears to be like a hole in the ceiling, but like a decorative hole because there's doves everywhere. This so it's just white doves and gossamer curtains, and she places him into a coffin. And he's just, like, num, 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 like dead, mouth moving, but just, like, uh, 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 and still very much alive, but so, so old. She then slides the coffin back into place, which we now see is next to a bunch of other coffins.
1: So she, these are all her people that, like, live for 250 years and then turn into olds forever?
0: And she says,
1: Lalia, this is John. Comfort him, all my
0: loves. Be kind to him tonight.
1: This is a fucking nightmare! Yeah. Ah! And
0: then leaves crying. And I'm like, oh, you're crying? You're crying? Yeah. Isn't this that a is... fucking nightmare? So scary. One of
1: the worst fates we've ever encountered.
0: Can't. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like. Who was the first person that didn't have any company? No coffin company.
1: We've encountered a lot of bad fates. And this is, I think, the worst that I could ever imagine.
0: That's why I was like, throw me in that fucking incinerator.
1: I mean, at least try. Yeah. For the love of Satan.
0: Yes. Try and incinerate me, please. So the doorbell rings and <sighs> Catherine Deneuve wakes from her repose on her chaise long and she Lounge. looks long. She looks at the doorbell camera. Long. French people do.
1: Sophisticated I don't think they people do. do. They've written to me and said they don't. The, they all, say- the,
0: all of the French people have written <laughs> to you and told you
1: france has
0: written to you yeah
1: and they said that specific (laughs) word you're saying wrong i'll
0: believe it when i see it um so also she has a doorbell camera in 1983 which i was like wow yeah so she goes the doorbell camera it's motherfucking susan sarandon and i'm worried for you sus and she's like i've gone to great efforts to get your number i've been trying you all day and Catherine
1: you in danger, girl.
0: Right. Catherine Deneuve lets her in and they look at each other electrically. And she says, you know, Mr. Blaylock came to see me. And Catherine is like, he's not here. He went to Switzerland. And, <laughs> and which is what I call quick, my, which is what I call the coffin in my attic. That I'm <laughs> keeping him in. Um,
1: what if she said that to him I'm so sorry darling there's nothing to be done it's time for Switzerland
0: (laughs) and I'd be like well it's beautiful there Um, the Alps Uh, Grindelwald so that's a city in Switzerland that I really want to go to Um, it's also Dumbledore's first love no big deal Um, that's how I know it Yeah, Susan Sarandon is like uh, she's Talking about John, she's like, I know he's probably really mad at me at how I treated him. She's like, I just get so many cranks that come into the hospital. And she, she's like, I, I really want to apologize. And at this point, uh, Catherine Deneuve sees someone, like, getting out of a car right behind her. And and Catherine Deneuve clearly has a sense that this person is there to see her. So she's like... Um, She's like, come back another day, when we know each other a little more. And Susan is like, sure. Here are all my numbers. Literally, here's and here's a carrier pigeon. Like, mm-hmm. here, here are all the ways to contact me. Uh, so Susan ran and leaves, and a detective walks up, asking about Alice because she was in fact a child. Who <gasps> oh right, yeah. Jeez. So
1: this has gone downhill quick,
0: right? So Miriam lets him in and says uh, that she doesn't know where Alice is. And this is intercut with Susan Sarandon walking down the street in slow-mo, kind of like we're supposed to get a sense that she's kind of love struck, you know, as she uh-huh. walks down the street. Yeah,
2: she is.
0: And uh, the detective says, should you and the mister think of anything, give me a call. We then see this... Truck coming towards Susan Sarandon, and Susan's not paying attention. We see Miriam kind of sense it, and she pulls out the paper that she wrote her number on and like puts it to her chest. And just as that's happening, Susan Sarandon is lighting a cigarette, and the truck comes to a screeching halt. So
1: She's we can
0: infer that. She made the truck stop. I
1: guess saved her life just so she can ruin her fate forever, pretty much, and put her okay, in thanks. put her in a coffin in Switzerland. An lady.
0: Yeah. So now we cut to Susan Sarandon in the, in the shower at her home, and the phone is ringing, and she's asking her boyfriend to answer it, and he's useless and doesn't. And she's like, "Answer the!" Fu-! She doesn't really yell like that, but she clearly is like, "Can you get the phone? Can you get the phone? I'm in the shower." He doesn't answer. She gets out of the shower, and she sees Miriam in the reflection of the mirror. And so she turns, but she's not there. Mm -hmm. So now we see Miriam playing the piano, and Susan Sarandon seems to, like, sense it, maybe. And Miriam is wearing a black veil as she plays. Susan Sarandon is sleeping. Then we see Susan Sarandon cries a tear in her sleep, opens her eyes and touches her face as if she hears it or is connected to her because then Miriam also wipes a tear from her face.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She then rolls over thinking about her. Miriam plays the piano. Susan looks over at her boyfriend and, like, kind of spoons him. Cut to Susan Sarandon smoking in her office. She's sitting on a corner of her desk just kind of staring straight ahead, smoking. Silence. There's the late, the other uh, lady scientist is, is in there. And all of a sudden, Susan picks up the phone and goes hello and no one's there and the other scientist is like it didn't ring psycho and <laughs> Susan is like "It did I, I could have sworn that I heard the phone ring. Question six what do you do? What does Susan Sarandon do now?
1: I'm gonna I'm mad at this movie mm-hmm. maybe she is going to um, either call Miriam, what's her name? Miriam? Miriam. Mm-hmm. Um, or go to her house again. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is hard because as Susan, I don't know all of this. Mm hmm. So am I going to be fair to who I am as a person, or am I going to?
0: But you do know that you have a boyfriend that you're committed to, that you live with. Yeah,
1: but I'm in love with this lady, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah. You are <laughs> thirsty as fuck for this lady. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Kim's like, I break up with my boyfriend first because I'm honest, and then I head I on over. i an honest lady.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, then <laughs> I'd head on over. i guess i'll just suffer through it with fucking tom whatever the fuck his name is look i'm just gonna be like you know what just slap myself in the face and be like get a swake up what's going on with you swake up (laughs) up.
0: oh two points uh swake up you um (laughs) We fucking cut to Susan's random at Miriam's door. Wow. She
1: is thirsty. Yeah.
0: And she goes, I don't mean to intrude, but I have you heard from your husband? And then she stops and she like runs her hands through her hair and she's like, actually, I don't know why I'm here.
1: And I was like, girl, oh, oh. she's got that magic. You are so thirsty.
0: Um, Miriam tell- Miriam tells her to come in and she's like, Sherry. And she's like, I don't like Sherry. She's like, oh, I think you'll like this one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my.
1: I think I will, too.
0: Yeah. So Susan Sarandon is looking around in awe of their place because it's like a fucking four story, you know, town home. And I think San Francisco with this beautiful. I mean, it looks like the fucking Getty with the art that's mm-hmm. in her place. And Catherine Deneuve uh, says that one of the pieces that susan is looking at is two thousand years old and i was like and you're just like leaving it out like fucking alice is putting notes in its hand like you gotta (laughs) like gotta preserve that shit
1: she's like and that piece is me right
0: yeah (laughs) so so many beautiful things and she's like most come from my family and then one statue from ancient greece susan is like it looks like you and catherine's (gasps) like Oh, it Well, is it's happy. Uh, hands her a sherry. Uh, Susan Serenan is smitten. I mean, like, oh. no chill. She has no chill. <laughs> and, uh...
1: I want to be happy for I them, and know. I can't, because she's... You're just gonna end up in Switzerland, Susan! No, She's uh, gonna end up in Switzerland so fast. And... I mean, depending on how you see time. Sure.
0: Susan then says, I feel like we could talk for hours, you and I. But you must be busy. Cut to them talking for hours. Oh. And she says, Susan says, What do you do? And Catherine says, Whatever I wish. My time is my own. Mm. And I was like Sounds lovely. The dream. Yeah. I would just
1: play the piano and roller skate all over.
0: All day. All day. Um, And then Susan says, I like your pendant. And Catherine says, it's Egyptian, symbol of everlasting life. Susan sits behind her and is like, what are you playing? She's playing the piano. And Catherine, as she's playing, says, it's Lakni by Delebs. Lakni is a Brahmin princess in India. She has a slave named Malika. In a magical garden, they sing how they follow the stream to its source, gliding over the water. And Susan says, is it a love song? And Catherine says, I told you, it was sung by two women. And Susan says, sounds like a love song. And I was like, ooh, bitch! And Catherine just kind of doesn't really say anything. And then Susan, I mean she's so thirsty it's it's a lot because then she goes <laughs> she goes uh, uh catherine so she says it sounds like a love song catherine says then i suppose it is like she, she cool as a cucumber mm-hmm. and susan then says are you making a pass at me mrs blaylock oh uh-huh. and catherine says miriam like call me miriam and then she says the most baller shit i've ever heard she goes Not that I'm aware of, Sarah. (laughs) And I was like, now I want to fuck you even more. Um, Exactly.
1: She's playing that game. Oh,
0: yeah. So, Susan then spills a bit of sherry on her white t-shirt. Oops. Under which she has no bra and all (sighs) nips. Mm -mm. Question seven. What do you do? What does Susan do?
1: Uh take my shirt off so I can wash it.
0: <laughs> that's you or Susan. Uh, ah! Ow.
1: I hate this. Yeah. This is no fun. Sorry. This is ruining all my fun. Sorry. I guess uh, I'm going to say that's her. I don't know if she actually does it but fuck it. Let's let's go for it. And I'm going to I mean, <laughs> do I really want to live this life? Do you? It's like I can be here for like another 50 years and like do normal shit. Right. Or I could like live for 250 and then go to Switzerland.
0: And then go to Switzerland.
1: But I'd have such a good tour. I mean, years. yeah. It's a tough battle. But also
0: in the concept of time. What is 250 years compared
1: to eons of eternity? A blink. How your trash phones fit that day. Yep. Mm. This is a tough one. I'm struggling hard. I'm sorry. Well, I don't even know, though. I'm back to me. I'm back to the character. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know you don't know. That's clear. (laughs) uh i'm saying i'm struggling because i know but i shouldn't know right well i guess i still have a fucking boyfriend you yeah. do i fucking mm. live with that motherfucker mm-hmm. so yeah i want not be good for my soul
0: there's just like no fucking way that your boyfriend licks a pussy like
1: a no female way uh,
0: there's just no fucking way Like thousands of years
1: of practice. This bajillion year old vampire lady is gonna make me come more than I ever had in my entire life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she is. That's true.
1: But then for two hundred and fifty years.
0: And then you'll live in eternity in a box next to John and Lalia.
1: Hello! Welcome to the neighborhood. um all right i am gonna be like oh god i spilled on myself i gotta go i gotta go that was really woke me up out of my stupor see you later bye ding and then go cry
0: yeah i'm sorry you should so It now cuts to a montage of sexy times with with the classical Brahmin princess and her lady slave singing love songs, whatever that song was, which you would recognize. It's a very, very famous classical song. So we just see like slow motion. Susan Sarandon just kind of like absentmindedly trying to wipe the wine off her shirt, but really she's just stimulating her own nipples there's (laughs) no cleaning happening and katherine comes over to help and like has another shirt for her but doesn't give her the shirt she just sits down in a chair and watches her rubber nipples and then susan takes her shirt off good for you all all boobs no bras and then it is a hot sex scene for 20 minutes in a wow. four-poster bed with gossamer curtains and classical music playing over it. I'm here Two for Two hot, naked ladies just going at each other. And uh, then the music gets a little minor. And now we see what appears to be Catherine Deneuve feeding on Susan Sarandon's forearm. And Susan Sarandon is in a trance of some kind and then susan sarandon feeds on her forearm oh but the reason that i say it we see what appears to be is because this was actually a criticism with the scene was like it was almost shot too artistically it was too choppy it was too you know close up on a forearm like people were kind of like we kind of needed we wanted to see the sex and i was like of course you did you fucking
1: perfect. <laughs> um and you were like and i agree yeah
0: yeah and to be fair it was sort of like i had to infer whose forearm was whose based on kind of what i know of <laughs> vampires you know okay yeah so like if you don't have a working understanding of like the general lore of vampires it sure. might have been a little confusing
1: for sure it's hard to tell forearms right people yeah that like have similar and it was also just like looks. It are, it, and
0: it was also like are they biting or like is this like just forearm play Uh, (laughs) good job, i didn't mean to make that joke but yeah um anyway so now we cut to so that's sexy time beautiful sexy time happened we now cut to susan sarandon cutting into the the hugest fucking steak i've ever seen listeners you can't it was truly the size of a human head it was so fucking big and she cuts it down the middle which is weird I'm like I'm pretty sure there's a bone in there somewhere cuts it down the middle bloody rare like so bloody also no sides just a steak on a plate
1: she's vampire she wants blood I'm
0: talking about what the what the restaurant is serving are you just serving a giant steak
1: on a plate with no sides first off Didn't know we were at a restaurant. We're at a restaurant. But she made this for herself.
0: No, we're at a restaurant.
1: Second off, yeah, a lot of places serve things like that a la carte. It's weird. Like fancy places.
0: I want to, I want to, I want, I want to.
1: You'd have to order a side and she's not interested. I
0: get, all right. Well, actually, I do remember that from when we went to Morton's Steakhouse when we were far too classless and young to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We did have to order sides. Like, I got my filet mignon, and then it was like, oh, this and This isn't also no fucking
1: Cheesecake Factory.
0: Fuck, you're right. I guess that's where she is. So, cuts her to her big steak, and then she stops and lights a cigarette, obviously. Of course. And she's sitting across from her boyfriend, and he's annoyed that she isn't eating. Like, he's like, so why did you order a big fucking steak, bloody, if you're not going to eat it? And she's like, I thought that I wanted it. And he asks her, he says, what's the chain around your neck? And you (gasps) see that she's wearing an onk. Mm, Oh, fuck. And she says, Miriam gave it to me. And she, like, keeps just kind of looking off into the distance. Like, she's only a little bit here with him. And she says, I mean Mrs. Blaylock. And she says, I mean the woman I went to see. And I'm like, girl, you (laughs) are bad and the boyfriend is like, a woman you just met gave you a gift. And she's like, she's European. <laughs> and <laughs> the boyfriend is like, he's not playing around. Like, he's like, what the fuck is up with you? Um, She's not playing it cool, and he's like, she says that she drank sherry. She was like, we just drank sherry and talked. And he's like, you hate sherry. Also, what did you talk about with a complete stranger for three fucking hours? And... She's like, now you're telling me how long my conversations have to be. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, what's wrong with you? Uh,
1: <laughs> Just throw it back on him. Yep. And
0: Great he's like, I think you need to see a doctor. And she's like, I am a doctor. You though. are a doctor. And then he says, so am I. <laughs> War are the doctors. So. Now we cut to the middle of the night and Susan Sarandon is not pulling a Kim because she's barking into a toilet. And
1: (laughs) Kim just... Sorry, Sammys, you couldn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, we heard your eye
0: roll. We heard your eye roll.
1: Um... (laughs) That 30-second full around the world eye roll. Yeah. I just gave you. Um,
0: He comes in to comfort her. Like, he's, you know, he's... He's not an asshole like he's genuinely worried he's just you know yeah he's just not gonna lick my pussy like a fucking thousand-year-old vampire you know what I'm saying so question eight what do you do and what do Tom and Susan do the next
1: day well you know at this point I'm already in yeah like we've already exchanged forearms, mm-hmm. we have exchanged, <laughs> and I have my onk. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, there's let's there's get no this getting out of it now. year party started. <laughs> started. Yeah, so I say we break up. I'm like, good times, Tommy boy, but uh, I'm moving in with the stranger lady. Yep, from Switzerland. And
0: what's Susan do?
1: What do they do the next day? Do they go there together?
0: Question mark.
1: Go to Miriam's. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just saying it.
0: Point I'm just for you. Saying
1: it to say something.
0: Yeah. Point for you. <laughs> I think. Yeah. You've already exchanged forearms, so it's like let's live. Let's let's live it up till our not dying day. You know? Exactly. Uh no, they go to the lab and they are talking to the other scientists about like what the fuck is going on and her boyfriend is like she's ravenous but she can't eat. And Oh, to try
1: to fix her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> sure, I guess. Sure. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're already. What can you do? <laughs> Sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go live with her. Yeah. So
0: uh, the one scientist is like, listen, there's two different strains of blood in your blood. And one is an animal. Oh. And one is stronger than yours. And one is more disease resistant. And they're fighting for dominance. And... He rolls up her sleeve, and she has, like, a puncture wound in her forearm from their forearm exchange. And they're like, where did you get this? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, bitch! (laughs) You are bad at this. She's smoking, obviously. Guilty as fuck. And then she asks, she's like, which strain is winning? And no one answers, because they're like, not yours. (laughs) Uh, So question nine, what do you do? What does Susan Sarandon do?
1: I think she is like, is there a way we can, like, separate the bloods or, like, get a blood transfusion or, like, study the other blood? Like, is it good blood or bad blood? Right. You know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean.
1: Um, Like, she does some blood science. Blood science. Work. Mm-hmm. Um... I think yet again, I'm like, well, it's winning already. <laughs> uh, See you later. This was fun, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> to this lady's house Yeah, for the next 250 years.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a half a point for you, okay. just because I can't tell you to not try and look it up. You know, Susan goes to Miriam's house wow and she comes in and she comes in on fire she's like what did you do to me
1: oh right she's a scientist mm-hmm.
0: and Catherine is like nothing and then she's like then what is this shows her a forearm and Catherine bitch, DeNeuve, you were there <laughs> yeah katherine denouf smoking a cigarette just goes it's a bruise it'll fade And I was like, you are so fucking cool, bitch. Um, (laughs) She says, you just need to trust me. And Susan says, I did trust you, and this happened. And she says, what did you give me? And Catherine says, something you could never even dream of. Eternal life. And Susan is like, uh, oh, and then Catherine continues to say, the blood in your veins is mine. And Susan says, I'm tired of your bullshit, and, like, charges at her. And Susan just, like, easily throws her across the room. I mean, uh, sorry. And Catherine easily throws her across the room. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But doesn't do anything else.
1: It's interesting that her blood is animal, according to them.
0: Well, I think they weren't, like, it's definitely. Yeah, they were, like, it's not human. Yeah. So, so like, I think the scientists technically said uh, the other blood is not human, and Tom goes, so it's animal. But, like, okay. they didn't. Yeah. And so she throws her across the room. Catherine Deneuve just continues smoking. It's like, I drew your blood, and then you took mine. You belong to me, and we belong to each other. Question 10, what do you do? What does Susan do? So you are thrown across the room, but you're, you're, fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. You're fine.
1: I think she like asks more questions like what the fuck do you mean our bloods like is trying to like figure it out okay um i'm gonna do the same because like you know what i'm a blood scientist Mm -hmm. so like i could spend 250 years figuring this shit out and maybe yeah. i don't even have to go to switzerland yeah hashtag
0: rainbow across a black screen the more you know
1: exactly
0: um point for you i love that susan gets pissed and she's like yeah i'm out of here <laughs> and Catherine is like you'll be back because i'll need to show you how to feed oh fuck cut to susan sarandon trying to hail a cab rubbing her arm and so she kind of like looks like a junkie you know Uh and she's kind of like wandering and she like looks a little like shit like she kind of just looks not old but just like like a junkie she looks like a junkie and uh she goes to a payphone, and she's like i need to talk to dr tom haver and they're like he's gone home for the day and we hear her say no he's not there either meaning like the apartment i tried the apartment too where is he she gets flustered and hangs up Looks out of the glass of the booth, and Catherine Deneuve is just like looking at her, watching her make this phone call. And then all of a sudden, some guy on the street is like, Hey, hurry it up, lady. <laughs> and it's Willem Defoe.
1: Shut <laughs> up.
0: As an extra. Well, with lines and under Not mind. an extra. Yeah.
1: Um, but that's amazing. Yeah.
0: Wow. Willem fucking
1: Defoe. Just when like he came, first, up, one of the first things he did, That's yeah, so cool.
0: yeah. And he's like, "I need to use the phone." And she like looks back, and Catherine Deneuve is gone now. And Willem sees the cross necklace. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. She looks at Willem Defoe's cross necklace and sees it as an onk, and then kind of like shakes it away and sees that it's a cross. And then she kind of runs off. And Willem Defoe's friend is like fucking junkie or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was it. That was that was that was Willem's day on set. Wow. So wild. So now we cut to Catherine looking out her window as Susan is just kind of like wandering the streets looking all strung out. And Susan eventually like comes to the door. She's like, All right, you win. I don't fucking know how to eat people. I, I can't hail a cab. Like, nothing is going well for me. What do you got? And uh Now she's looking dope sick. Like she's like junkie sick when they Mm -hmm. are going through withdrawal. And uh, Catherine Deneuve is like, I'll bring you someone. So we cut to Catherine Deneuve like picking up a dude. We also, it's intercut with Tom Haver leaving a message being like, have you seen my girlfriend? Like they're both looking for each other. Cut to Catherine Deneuve offering the douche she picks up a drink. And he's a very much an 80s douche. Like, you can see where he's just like,
1: hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Like and Biff from Back to the Future? Biff. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm. No, rich. He has more money than Biff. Rich Biff. Rich Biff. Yeah. And he's like chewing gum and wearing sunglasses. And he's like cheesing in the mirror. Like, he's at her mansion now. And he's just like looking at himself. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and gosh. makes himself a drink cut to Katherine coming to check on Susan who's all sweaty and sick. She appears to be pleading with her in some way, but like there's no dialogue, so like it's not super clear.
1: Oh, okay, cuz they're like connected now.
0: Yeah, if I'm being totally honest with you, like I am I'm creating a more linear story storyline than what was available to <laughs> me movie? on camera. Yeah. Great. So okay. you're you. welcome. So now we cut to the douche like Wandering around downstairs, back to Susan Sarandon in the bed, and Catherine, like, kisses her really gently. Back Mm -hmm. to the douche, like, smirking in the elevator. And he gets out on, like, a pretty dark floor, and he's, like, looking around. Cut back to Susan, like, in the fetal position on the bed, like, sweating Mm -hmm. and shaking. Douche then sees Catherine Deneuve in a mirror, and then she isn't there. Mm -hmm. He's like, what? And... (laughs) (laughs) And he gets out of the elevator and is slammed up against a wall and slashed with a teeny tiny onk. Susan hears the screaming downstairs and tries to crawl out of bed, but can like barely walk. We now realize like, uh, can barely walk. And she looks down. Remember at my wedding at the Cloisters, there was that spiral staircase but mm-hmm. if you stood at the top of the staircase, you could look down through the center of the staircase and see the floor all the mm-hmm. way down. Mm-hmm. OK, it's one of those staircases. So it's like if you're at the very top floor, you can look down at the floor, the first floor. Um, and Catherine is like feeding on the douche
2: mm-hmm. and
0: being like, come, sue Sarah, come. And we now cut to Tom, her boyfriend, outside the door. Ringing the doorbell. (gasps) Oh, shit. Fuck. And he's like, she never showed at a doctor's appointment that I made her. So, a blood specialist. And he's like, I know this is a long shot, but she was here yesterday. And so she lets him in. And he says, any chance you've heard from her? Question 11, what do you say? What does Catherine say?
1: I think that we both say no. We haven't. Heard from her? Question mark. Zero points.
0: She says, Okay. Yeah, she's upstairs. (laughs) Okay. Right upstairs. And she says, But she's not well.
1: Question 12 What do you do? What does Tom do? I think Tom is like, Oh, can I see her? And tries to go upstairs. And I'm going to. Go.
0: And Catherine is calm as you please.
1: Oh, I'm gonna leave and like call an ambulance and the police. Give
0: it a shot. That's great. <laughs> um, Give it a shot. <laughs> uh, she says she's not well. And he says, where is she? And she says, second bedroom on the right. So he goes upstairs. And he finds her. She's, like, on the ground, like, didn't Mm -hmm. even make it back to the bed in the fetal position. And she's shaking. And he wraps her in a blanket and hugs her. And she kisses him. And he's like, what? And we see that she's, like, having Mm
1: -hmm. blood feelings.
0: Question 13, what do you do? What does she do?
1: Fucking suck that blood. (laughs) Hand in hand. I gotta live. Sorry, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Point for you.
0: She pushes him away.
1: Oh, you're a better woman than (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just ate my boyfriend right up.
0: But he wrestles her to like calm her down. Right? Uh He doesn't know Uh why. Because
1: he's like yeah you're yeah.
0: crazy uh you're hysterical exactly you're a woman you're hysterical and, and and now she's like okay well i tried motherfucker and then she eats him <laughs> she gave it a shot she did she tried she, she was gave like, it a shot she's like now it's on you yeah dude i, I tried right <laughs> <laughs> um so you know she, but she does they all do it with an onk there's no like penetration with the with the teeth initially. They don't have fangs. They don't have fangs, I just realized. Yeah.
1: Well, they're Egyptian vampires. I
0: guess. Yeah. Uh, White Egyptian vampires. White, blonde Egyptian vampires. Yeah. Um, So we cut to Catherine Deneuve hearing a thud upstairs upstairs, and the gorgeous chandelier is just kind of like rattling, you know. And we then cut to a flashback to her in ancient Egypt feasting on someone yeah cut her playing the piano and susan sarandon walks in all flirty intoxicated and covered Mm -hmm. in blood Mm. she's just got blood dripping down her mouth and she just like is very kind of woozy but like sexy drunk you know that that sweet spot of being drunk where you're like I'm so wobbly, but I'm also fully engaged in my sexual prowess. Yeah. Like that. Yeah.
1: That's um, always what I'm like when I'm drunk. I don't go beyond that. Yep. I never I've never. You're right.
0: And I've never observed it ever. Yep, that's me.
1: Anyway. <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> so Catherine just very calmly says, she says, you will sleep six of 24 hours.
1: You Six f- of 24? Mm-hmm.
0: You will sleep. You will feed one out of every seven days. And from this exact moment, you'll never grow old. Wow. And she says, you're part of me now. And I can't let you go. She says, we're damned to live forever. I can't do it alone. We are one. And you'll begin to love me as I love you. I think she already does. (laughs) Yeah. And then they toast their sherry. And Susan Sarandon kisses her. Hmm. And then says, forever.
1: (gasps) And Catherine.
0: That's what Catherine says. So they start making out. They're kissing. Question 14. What do you
1: do? What does Susan do? And what does she do? It makes me, I mean, just the fact that you're asking this question makes me think she like does something wild. Wild?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She is wild.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm very mad at Catherine for being like, yeah, here are the rules. You live for eternity. Or no, you never grow old from this day forward. And I'm like, well, you know that that's not true. Right. Like, you know, for a fact that that's not true. So, like. I think she's in denial. What the fuck?
0: Because remember she said to David Bowie, she was like, I prayed it never happened. It would never happen to you. And I'm like, thoughts and prayers, bitch. Like. Yeah, right.
1: You can't. You've got 87 fucking coffins up there in Switzerland. attic.
0: Exactly.
1: So. uh, All right. We're making out. What do I do? I would love to be able to only sleep six hours and, like, feel refreshed. Right. And even eat, like, once a week. That would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And never grow old from this
1: moment forward. And never yeah, grow for... old. Cool I mean, all of this sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. I'm going to just be like, I'm going to just be like, it's sexy times. Let's go, girl. Okay. Let's go, Let's go, girl. <laughs> I think she stabs her with the onk,
0: question mark? One and a half points. Okay. Because we're coming up on the end, and I'll be able to explain some things to you. I look forward to it. Okay. Sarah drives Miriam's onk into her own throat, so...
1: Susan's oh, random stabs. Herself.
0: Herself. Yeah. Fascinating. And then holds her mouth on Miriam okay. in what a way we can assume is forcing Miriam to ingest her blood. Like it's coming oh. up in her mouth.
1: Oh, she's like, Your blood's trying to take over my blood. I'm gonna fucking take over your blood, bitch.
0: Yeah. We're going to have a blood battle. Yeah. So now Susan is on the ground and bleeding out. And I was like, did she, we... de- dead? Yeah. did she do it? I was like, I guess maybe the transformation hadn't completed itself. So uh, Catherine is like trying to stop the bleeding. And Susan is like, I can't. And pulls her hand away and says, I can't. And Catherine is sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. Catherine, uh, we then cut to Catherine carrying Susan Sarandon upstairs to the lover boxes to Switzerland.
1: Great job, Susan.
0: Yep. And the birds, you know, the gossamer curtains and the birds are all spooked by something all of a sudden. (gasps) And Catherine's looking around and the whole place kind of starts like tipping, you know, some sort of magic. Um, True. And I didn't want... It was sty- it was stylized on the f- film's part as opposed to some lore that you missed about tipping buildings or something. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that mm-hmm. was clear. And um, all her corpse friends are out of the boxes. Oh, shit. And they're
1: pissed. Rightfully so.
0: And they're moving all slow. And there's gossamer and doves. And she keeps calling for John. John. David Bowie. Can't really see too many curtains and birds and uh, moving real slow. And now she's surrounded and she's like, I love you. I love you all. And all the corpses keep trying to kiss her. And she's like, no, no. And she bats them off and then covers her ears and is screaming. And she runs off her own balcony down and falls down the spiral staircase to the floor. And the doves are all over the place. And all the corpses are looking out at her, and she's thrashing on the floor. And she starts rapidly aging in right then, right there. Starts rapidly aging and what? screams. And then all the corpses sit down and appear to die for real.
1: Okay, released from their yeah magic spell, second, magic spell, whatever. Yeah,
0: curse. And uh, she's dead. They're dead. We're all dead. We're I all guess. Dead. We now cut to the detective calling. He's in the foyer of the mansion. He's like, "Hello." Um, also, the detective is the dad in Clueless. It shares dad. I was like, I saw him, and I was like, "What the fuck are you from? What the fuck are you from?" And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's Dad Clueless." I can't
1: picture him right now, but I'm sure he'd recognize. You him. will recognize him right away.
0: Um, and an old man is like, "Yes." And the, de- the detective is like, I'm, I'm looking for the Blaylocks, And the old man is like, I'm just the agent selling the house. He's like, there's a law firm handling it. The owners are deceased. And they're like, the profits are all going to a research center in town. The clinic. Uh-huh. And, and he's like, but take your time. I have some people I have to see. And the detective is just standing there looking around and he finds a Polaroid and holds it up to epilogue let's call this the epilogue cut to another couple in a hotel room and the girl walks up to some gossamer curtains and kisses a silhouetted person And that person turns and it's Susan Sarandon looking out over a beautiful city young and beautiful and then Miriam (gasps) calling for Sarah inside a box
1: oh shit the end oh shit so susan sarah took over miriam's powers which turned miriam into switzerland and all of miriam's people died because she yeah. was no longer had the power yeah whoa you did an
0: incredible job of explaining that in two seconds because i was confused and then felt better as i researched this movie a little bit that i was not the only one confused so <laughs> i am going to de- i read multiple like plot descriptions right so i first go to wikipedia then i went to to a wiki fan page like i I read several different synopses of this movie, and all of them were written like this. Uh, In reference to, uh, I'm just going to read the part uh, where Susan is holding Miriam's mouth and spitting her own blood back into her. It says, I guess that she was possibly working on a hunch regarding the blood-borne metabolic aging disease and host (laughs) relationship she was told about affecting her own blood. Miriam carries Sarah upstairs, intending to place her with her other boxed lovers. There's a rumbling, and the dry mummies of Miriam's previous lovers emerge from their coffins. It's unclear why this happens, but the mummies... (laughs) This is written, but the mummies drive Miriam over the edge of the balcony. As she rapidly ages, the mummies fall and become dust, ostensibly providing the trap souls with release. Why does Miriam age so quickly? Why does John die first?
1: <laughs> Everyone's like, huh? What? Well, I think that because Sarah was a blood scientist. Yeah. She just knew some shit that we didn't know. Sure. That worked out in her favor. Okay. Where she was like, your blood's trying to beat my blood, but I'm going to beat your blood. And she right. did it. And she did it. Yeah. And then like that happened and you know how like you like what's the th- it's like you do a thing sometimes right before you die. Like you wake back up. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Ad- an adrenaline kind yeah, of Yeah. Kind of like okay. a, you get a little last little like, Whoa! before you yep. drop dead completely. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what happened to the corpse people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. And if John yeah. died first, it's because he was the most recent. That's my fucking hypothesis to all those yeah.
0: questions. There we go. I think that the <laughs> question was more like, wh- why... Why does she only turn people into, like, sick vampires with a time limit on it? Like, why doesn't well, she Well, her blood is
1: diseased.
0: Her blood is... You're saying her blood is diseased. Interesting. This is great, Kim. You're doing a great or, job. Or,
1: not diseased, but, um, like... Incompatible? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, a virus or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it attacks...
0: It attacks, but it takes 250 years for it exactly. to happen. Because
1: remember, that's what the scientist guy said. They're like, you have two bloods and the other one is doing shit to you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: think it said it was like basically attacking kind of.
0: Yeah, it did. It said they're they're fighting a battle and one is winning, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, so I think her blood is like a virus, basically.
0: Yeah. But- Everyone, So this is why I was like, I want to read the novel, because this was made sort of like a David Bowie music video, and if that was what they set out to do, like, great job. It was fucking gorgeous, you know? And, like, Uh kudos to, like, a fully fleshed-out lesbian sex scene in 1983, you know? Yeah. With two huge name actresses. Like, that, I feel like, is a big deal. Like you know what i mean as opposed to it mm-hmm. being sort of relegated to um kind of what we talked about in our postmortem, where it was like yeah, There's no respect like that
1: b-list thing mm-hmm.
0: yeah so so in terms of pride this movie fucking delivered and i was like great job everybody and there wasn't really any discussion of you know like we didn't have tom being like you're gay now like it was just right <laughs> you know um. So, all right, let me tell yeah, you. I was
1: just points. like, I want to bone who I want to bone. Yeah. All right. Hi, Sammy! So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What?
0: Where are you getting your bone con then?
1: It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there.
0: We've got all kinds of bone con.
1: That's bonus content.
0: We've got mini sods, postmortems, and Q&As all live streamed polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of K.K. Sam.
1: So join
0: us,
2: or else.
0: Oakley doakley. Uh For Dead or Alives, you got three out of five. Not bad. Uh, for Questions, you got 16 out of 28. Uh, for a total of 19 out of 33. But
1: this was a tough one, because I kind of feel it's, like the writers only
0: got 16 out of 28, too.
1: It felt like I did better, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, by my
1: questions, I guess. But all right. It yeah. is what it is.
0: Um so it was lovely. It was beautiful. Um it was a uh, a little muddy.
1: I had a blast. Yeah. I loved
0: it. Yeah. Um and it looks like you bypassed Switzerland, bitch. Like she's Fuck yeah. You know, she's just living living her best life and carrying around her, her pet Miriam in a box. <laughs> so, um, I well, great, yeah. Um, that was so well, fun. I liked I know. it. Well, happy Pride, everybody! Thanks for listening. Um, you know what to do. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. Um, join our Patreon, you guys. Kim and I had like a twenty-five minute conversation that nobody is going to get to hear, but our patrons. So, <laughs> um, and it was riveting. So join our Patreon because you get, to, you get some, some BTS and you get to watch the episodes All rather the than just listening,
1: listening to them. Um,
0: and and um, uh, what else? like
1: I said, I'm going to be out of town next week and then Ketrin goes out of town. So mm-hmm. we're going to oh, be yeah. sharing some, I think, live shows and other stuff next mm-hmm. week or two. Yeah, we're going to do some re-releases and some live
0: shows and fun stuff like that. And then we'll both be back mostly july um we'll have a couple more live shows and re-releases in august and then should be back to our regularly scheduled programming in september Mm -hmm. yep um we love you guys so much we have so much fun doing this this is our 201st episode and i had just as much
1: fun today as i did in episode one couldn't agree more Had a blast yeah um thank you so much for listening
0: yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye,
1: bye. Talk, we'll to, you talk soon. to you soon. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay, Stay alive. alive,
0: maybe. All right, ta ta. So,
1: Till next time.
0: <laughs> Stay alive. Stay alive. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>
1: Talk to you soon talk to you soon <laughs> thank you for listening to the dread podcast network